Hi, Abe. Yo. But is in base. Hey, buddy. Sam won't be on this week, but um, I was... <laughs> I was... <laughs> way, way to start the podcast on a downer. No, but <laughs> this is... Because I want to bring Sam this up. Sam won't be on this week anyway. No, but the, I'm just saying that because I'm bringing him up right now. After his Vegas trip, which was hilarious, but... So I was in an elevator <laughs> the other day, and uh, the guy comes up to me and he's like, "Well, winter's here," and I'm and I was nice, right? Of course, like base. Of course, I'm gonna be nice to the guy, right? You're always nice. I'm like, yeah, it sucks. Blah blah blah. We we had a whole conversation, and then he like said goodbye to me and everything. Could you imagine how big of an asshole Sam would have been in that elevator? He wouldn't have said anything. Well, I know for a fact that he just keeps his head down in elevators. Like, he doesn't even make... If someone comes in and he's the only person in the elevator, he does not lift his head up. He, and he is so antisocial in real life. <laughs> but he's, he's the person I was thinking about because the guy's like, well, winter's here. Like, that, it made no sense. But the reverse side of it is that even though he's a dick outright... You're the one that will have the full conversation, only to turn around and broadcast it on a podcast. How busy you was. <laughs> so I don't. So if you were to ask somebody what they would prefer, I think Sam is the way. You're right. Sam and I have the same mindset, but then I exploit it later. <laughs> you 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 pull it out to see how far it'll go. I guess Sam I'm, wants to start it. Stop it. If you look at it that way, I'm more of an awful person than Sam is, right? <laughs> Because I lie to people all the time to make them feel good when I really feel the way Sam feels. Yep. But I don't put my head down. You two both have dark souls. He just shows it. <laughs> you have. I found out that you have the darkest soul ever because this guy died, <laughs> and uh, I. We, on. we no, both. No, no, hang no, on, hang on. on. Well, I'll set it up, base. We both. We both knew some guy who died. I, I didn't know him. I knew of him. Right. Base knew the guy, okay? Yes. So I'm like, hey, I just heard that blah, blah died. And you're like, oh, that that's sad. No, no, no. Hold well, hang on, on, hang on, hang on. Let me just tell my side of the story, then you can give your side of the story. Because, because what you said was ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, Base, this person died. And you're like, oh, that makes me sad. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sad too, whatever. Then, like, about 37 minutes later, you're like, oh, <laughs> Looks like he unfriended me on Facebook. Fuck him. <laughs> and then what did you say? Like good, like uh, so long, or what did you say? No, no, no. What happened was is that you sent me. You texted me saying that the person died, and you were like one of six people at that moment that texted me that. And I was like, oh, that's sad. But you were the one who actually texted me the Facebook post on his page. So I was like, oh man, let me go take a look at his Facebook page. And then, you know, like when you search for people that says add friend next to their name instead of the old uh, message bar, I was like, I click on it and it says add friend. I go, well, I guess he unfriended me, so good riddance. Oh, that's what you said, good riddance. That's right. <laughs> what an is, asshole. Is, is it bad that I don't feel that bad anymore? <laughs> but he made a decision not to be my friend anymore, so why should I be upset? Are you sure you were friends with him? Yes, because I even yeah. saw that because I had messaged, you know, like if somebody unfriends you, you can still see if you had a message correspondence with that person. And all the message correspondence were of that person asking me for favors. Wait, him asking you for favors? Yeah. 
What kind of favors, like, what, to get interns at the radio station or something? Or to come speak in the class, yeah. Oh, we kind of gave away who it was. But <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying not to do that. But it's just funny how him, so it, it's funny, number one, it's funny to find out that someone unfriended you on Facebook that way, right? After death. Yeah, like after how they often, died. How often do you find out that someone did something like that to you after they died? That's the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> it but, goes, don't you, but don't you feel that way? You're like, wait a minute. Because whenever you find out someone's unfriended you, you, you spend about a good hour, I would say, retracing every step. <laughs> what did I do in this moment? Did I say something wrong? Did I... Did I not do something they asked me? And then when someone died who you thought was, I mean, I was still pretty friendly with the guy, I thought. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, he's not my friend anymore. He made a decision to not be my friend anymore, so why should I be upset? I've never noticed, like, normal people unfriending me. The only people I ever noticed that, like, blocked or unfollowed me were R. Kelly, who blocked me, <laughs> Tito Ortiz, who blocked me, Hulk Hogan, who blocked me, and thanks to you listeners, he's no longer blocking me. And then... um <laughs> Remember Henner Gracie? Yes. He blocks me for some reason on Twitter. Did we have him on our show? Many times. Not only did we have him on our show, but remember I was trying to, when we were doing the serious show, I was trying to create a TV show called Remaking Man, and I was yeah. trying to get Henner Gracie, DDP, Vin Armani, and Mike Dolce all to be like the coaches. That would have been a great idea, by the way. Yeah, it just didn't happen. But I was trying to, I mean, who? <laughs> I tried to create a TV show, but I have no production company, no connections or anything. But whatever. So I don't know if, if that was the, like when that fell through, I don't know if he was banking his career on, on me making a TV show for him. Was he was he corresponding with you saying, yeah, let's, let's make this happen? Yeah. <laughs> and then he found out he got swindled by the old. Uh, no, I, I don't know. What Abe, wait, 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 wait. Was this one of those? Uh, this is Abe Cannon's idea for two weeks, and then then you <laughs> hop onto something else. <laughs> Did he not know that that's possible? Isn't my mind the biggest slut ever? <laughs> my mind can't stick with anything. It's the biggest whore. No, because when you when you get locked into something, you are all in for exactly two weeks. And then and then I ask you how that's going, and you're like, oh, yeah, fuck that. I'm doing something else now. And then you go, but check this out. I'm doing this now. Yeah. And it's, it's 180 degrees something else. No, I just found out maybe this year that Henry Gracie blocked me. I have no idea why. That is strange. The, I, I don't even care about him unblocking me, so I don't want to send. Because the listeners really did. They all tweeted Hulk Hogan. And because of that, he he, he unblocked me. But but R. Kelly, R. Kelly, I, I was about to make fun of R. Kelly on Twitter. And as I was doing it, it said R. Kelly blocks you. And then... Uh, Had you, have you, have you, I don't remember. Have you, did, you go to, did you go to town on R. Kelly before? Well, no. A, a guy um, sent me the tweet from 2008. I said something like, as soon as R. Kelly uh, goes to jail... I said all the people who have been blindly supporting him should go to jail with him because they're morons or something. I said that yeah, ten. Yeah, I it, said that ten it, years ago. Yep, I don't see how that could have happened. No, I know, but but just the fact that R. Kelly <laughs> saw that and then blocked me is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, back, let's get back to that. The guy on Facebook. So he 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 unfriends you on Facebook for what reason? I don't know. Like is well, it when? Is it when you couldn't help him anymore? Like when you you're no longer have that job? No, I don't know. 
I don't know. Like, did he did he, he, did he unfriend you on his wait, base? Did he unfriend you on his deathbed? I don't know. <laughs> these are all good questions. Now, here's another thing that I've I found out. Before Donald Trump became president of the United States and went nuts, he had a television show called The Apprentice. And I met Donald Trump a couple times before, and he was really nice to me. So I liked him on Facebook, and I never took that like off. <laughs> and then just as he was becoming like like the the presidency was becoming real, like he could actually win it, Somebody, like something went viral that said, you can now go through your friend list and figure out who likes Donald Trump, <laughs> and you can unfriend that person. And it happened to be that people started unfriending me. And I believe he was the one, too, because my wife likes Donald Trump, and he unfriended her. Oh. And another person that both you and I know is a big Donald Trump supporter, and he unfriended him, too. The dead guy did? Yes. Hmm. Is it the guy that we know that likes wrestling? Base? I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think if he likes wrestling or not. Uh, The the way you paused there was like, don't say that! No, no, no. No, this this guy wouldn't. He wouldn't even care if we said his name. Oh, okay. What's the guy's first name, just so I I know who we're talking about? Brian. Brian. Oh, he was friends with him, too? Yeah, so they they went to, I mean, he he worked technically for him. He worked in studio time. Wait, the, the same guy, the same guy that I know? Yeah. The same guy that 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 I bought my uh, gold channel from? No, 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 oh, no, okay. not that Brian. Oh, different. I'm Brian, talking... we went you and I went to school with. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But anyway, yeah, so so he. Oh, oh, I know him. The, the the guy who. Um, let's just say he likes Danzig. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I love the stuff we do to like the stuff we do to not say names that we end up like saying it. The listeners just, have no like just, the references. We just revealed the most ugliest parts of this person. It just oh yeah, we just won't say his name. But it's the word the word the way we like Sam and I'll be like, wait, was this the guy who slipped on ice? And then yep. say like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny the way the way we know people. Oh, uh, was he the guy who choked on the flaming on Cheetos? Yeah, him. Yep, that's him. And then they everyone knows what I'm talking about. I'm like, oh, dancing, right? Yep, that's it. Yep, that's that's the comment. I'm like, not the guy I bought this uh, this microphone gold channel compressor from. No, no, not him. The no, other one. Guy. Oh, the one who likes dancing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a listener, say, you're like, what will, the fuck are they talking about? But I will say this: Abe's process of elimination is impeccable. Because <laughs> I could have named a thousand rhymes there, and you narrowed it down to two. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You'd be awesome to place your race with. <laughs> I, I want to believe that on his deathbed he unfriended you. Because think about that. You know, we've talked about many times your final. And I've always said, like, I want to erase. And not either erase any or always add some kind of great, inspiring tweet at the end of the night and then erase it when I wake up. So you that, do that? So, no, I don't do that, but I'm saying you should do that so that your last tweet is... Like, like okay, for instance, on Howard Stern, they brought up... Remember that guy, Joey Boots? Yeah. So, he died, like, I don't know. I, it was, like, the anniversary of his death or something. So, I, I was I was looking at his Twitter. It actually came up, like, 
hey, follow. Something came up where it like told me to look at his thing. So I, I clicked on it and it was like him saying like, fuck you, you piece of shit. It's like, <laughs> that's, that's not the way we want to remember someone. No. So that that's one thing. You know, we should create that company actually where we send out, where we control everyone's Twitter page and we're able to put some inspiring quote. And then when think, they check in with us think, if they're alive. I don't think anybody would, would reveal their Twitter handles to us. <laughs> But, so we've talked about that, like your last tweet, but could you imagine that? Who's on your final friend list? Like you said, the Donald Trump thing. Let's say, okay, let's say at some point, I I know you don't carry their way now, but let's say you hated Trump now. Right. Would you want everyone to see after you die that you were a, a, quote, fan of Donald Trump? Oh, but it doesn't, there's nothing on me that says I support him. Like I said, people follow Donald Trump. That doesn't mean that they that they like Donald Trump. You know what I mean? But you know what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, so if, if you're friends with whoever, Hitler, if you're friends with uh, R. Kelly, whatever. Because, <laughs> you know, on Facebook it says, I like this person. You could like a fan page. So it's like, oh. But it, but oh. it, also, but it, but it also is like, on Facebook you can like a page to see their posts. No, I know. It's similar, it's similar to the way you follow somebody on Twitter. No, I understand. I'm saying, though, but it still says... Who does base yeah. like? Boys to Men, the Lakers, R. Kelly. It doesn't say R. Kelly. <laughs> but who's on your final friends list? That's that's a good question. Are you that worried about after you die? I have to have base off this friend list. <laughs> Let me go through all the Donald Trump people and then I can pass peacefully. Because don't forget, unless your your posts don't allow for new posts, once you're dead. The only people that can post on your page are your friends, and it's even worse if it's set up where you can't post, where you can only post on, like, the last thing they posted. Yeah. So, like, it'll be, like, some guy saying, fuck, I hate Donald Trump, and then everyone's like, rest in peace, I love you so much. I don't miss these words. They all have to comment on that last post, because they can't post on the page. Oh, I'm just thinking about you, brother. Well, my question is this. Is it bad that I don't feel bad anymore because of that? <laughs> yeah. If you why like is that guy? bad, though? But why is that bad? I mean, I mean, Abe, it's like finding out that someone you really knew died, and then all of a sudden you look and you find out somehow, oh, wait a minute, that guy just slept with my wife. <laughs> Do I still feel bad that that person wait, he did died? What to, he did what to your wife? He slept with my wife. You compare unfriending on Facebook to sleeping with your wife? No, but then when you find out that <laughs> something has happened that has made him unfavorable to you do you then feel bad so you're happy now i'm not happy (laughs) but i don't feel like man you know i'm gonna really this is a good guy this guy would have done anything for me (laughs) then you're like this guy could even be fake friends with me on a fake free social networking site someone has to really hate you to unfriend you on facebook because you have so many people that are acquaintances or people you barely know on facebook on your list for you to go in and unfriend them, that means you hate them. But but when you unfriend somebody on Facebook, does that actually mean that you are officially not friends with them anymore? Like, I choose not to be your friend anymore? Or it's like your ex-girlfriend. You don't want to see her posts. So, or maybe he so, just hates you on social media. That's different, right? Then why not just unfollow somebody? See, that's what especially, people don't know. But especially since somebody was asking me for favors. Well, it's funny because the other Brian that we mentioned who I bought the microphone thing from, the compressor, 
he unfriended me on Facebook because we disagreed politically. But I'm still, I mean, even after he unfriended me, I want to say I got lunch with him. In fact, I'm going to, I'm going to, and you're, I'm looking at his page right now and you're friends. I'm going to add him right now just to see what happens. And you, did you know that he unfriended you when you had lunch with him? Oh yeah. He unfriended me. I even said, I said, Hey, uh, I just know, cause we were both talking on, uh, we, we were both on a thread with another friend and I'm like, Hey, uh, I just noticed also that you unfollowed me on Facebook. And he's like, Oh, sorry. Uh, we, we have nothing in common, uh, politically. So, I, mean, I forgot what he said. But it was like this whole thing. We like, have nothing in common politically. Or I think he that said we have nothing in common stupid. anymore. He said nothing in common. I'm like, I'm like, I was never a Republican. Like, I, you, the whole time you've known me, I was never a Republican. So why do we now not have anything? I think because I was putting some negative stuff. Uh, Politics so, is so thin. Can we just go back to the way we used to be where... You just don't talk about politics and religion. With I, I actually, okay. I, I actually completely have given up anything about politics because it's, it's so, so dumb. because it, it's 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 really like arguing with a Cubs fan, it, me a Sox fan. The Cubs are doo doo. No, the Sox are doo doo. No, the Cubs are. I said the Sox are, and then it keeps going back and forth, and no one ever gets anything. No, but every but the old adage is. You don't discuss religion. You don't discuss politics because people disagree. And then all of a sudden, that wall came down in society, and now people are like, it's anarchy. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. It's stupid. Well, the problem is that social media now forces people's political beliefs down your throat, whereas before, when you were at some function with people, you wouldn't each get... I mean, every once in a while, there'd be two morons arguing about it, and everyone's like, God, those guys are nuts. And now those two nuts guys are everyone on Facebook. Everybody. So everyone's arguing about that stuff that you would only see crazy people do back in the day. Uh, do you, you know, have you ever realized that some people will spend their entire days posting oh, yeah. their point of view? Like, you'll look at somebody and, my God, within 20 minutes, this person has posted 72 times <laughs> different articles about, like, gun control. And you're like, what? Don't you have a job? <laughs> Don't you have children? I mean, is there anything else that kept you from doing what you're doing right now? What the hell? But it's weird. You? It's weird when, it, like, okay, if I would post something and then there'd be two people arguing on my page and it would be like 600 comments of two people who have never met each other. Oh, yeah. Arguing on someone else's page. It's like, what like are you violent, doing? Like, like violently angry. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like you, you, you should be so lucky. I don't know who you are. Yeah. And then, and then you're like, okay, first of all, you run a, you run a giant agency, and you're a cop. What are you guys doing? <laughs> I wonder if that guy's going to accept my friend request now that I've re <laughs> the friend request. What <laughs> if he? Di- I, don't, I don't. I don't think he's listening to the podcast. What if he died, and uh, and I I did end up on his final friend list? That would make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> like still, still in waiting where he didn't accept me yet. Like there is, there is actually a uh, on the app. You can see all the people that you've requested to be friends. Oh with. yeah, that are pending. I, I erase <laughs> all those because I don't. I don't. Let me see if there's anyone right now because I don't like that. If they don't accept me, then if I'm, you, I'm if, done with if it. it's if it's gone longer than a week and I've seen that you've posted a million times since I've asked you to be friends, be done. <laughs> And you see like seven people posting on their pages. Hey, thanks yeah. for accepting my friend request. 
Yep. <laughs> Gone. You know, here here I am saying I, I don't want to discuss politics, but I just want to say this. It, it's known that I hate Donald Trump, but I have to say he did the first thing ever that I think was awesome. And, like, I, it's the first time that him and I are on the same page. And all these people talking shit about this, they don't know what they're talking about. That spread that Donald Trump put out with McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King was the greatest thing ever. And and everyone's like, they should have he should have had some kind of fancy dinner for these players. It's like I've been to weddings. I would have died. And I would say 95% of the weddings I've been to to have just trays and trays of Big Macs and quarter pounders. And Dave's doubles and whoppers. Wouldn't you die for that spread at anything? I have said it before, Abe. If if it was an event where you brought your wife and your girlfriend, then maybe that looks a little bad. But if it's all guys, yes, that is the greatest table I've ever seen in my entire life. Because, in fact, I got no fight with my wife because I said for our wedding, what if... I remember, you wanted double cheeseburgers. What if in the center of every table... (laughs) <laughs> was just a basket of McDoubles and McChickens. And she got so angry at me. And I was like, Jill, it would be $100. Food would be set. Yeah. And that food and you guys got, got so was angry. awful. It, it would have been terrible. so much better. If you, if you would have bought 500 Whoppers. Abe, and I would have saved like $400. More, you would save more than four. What, did you pay $300 for that wedding food? <laughs> Probably <laughs> that was some of the worst, way. and it was ice it was cold too. We were we, we we. I was at the 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 what do they call it the 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 wedding? What is it the uh, the the groomsmen? T- what do you call the table? Like the, uh, the, the the not the bridal party, but the yeah, wedding yeah. party. Yeah. The wedding the wedding party table. So I was one of the first to eat, and it was ice cold. <laughs> if you would have had just oh, five hundred whoppers, the limo at the end of our wedding took us to White Castle. And then took us back to the um, I was with you. I was following you. Remember? That's right. <laughs> so I was. I, that's why I said, Jill. Let's just, everybody will be so happy. <laughs> a, a, a basket of McDouble would be great. You mean as opposed to the wedding food? Yes. <laughs> I w- if I went to a wedding and saw a basket of McDouble and McChickens, I would be like, I'm, I'm, I'm rewriting my check to you guys. This is fantastic. I would say at the very least, Whoppers are two for six dollars. Okay, at the yeah. very least, at midnight, a hundred Whoppers should show up, which would cost three hundred dollars. Yeah, that's nothing for a wedding. Yep. three hundred dollars to make everyone like. I, if I saw a hundred, I you know you don't know my one of my dreams right base about. Do you remember my dream about what I would do at a fast food place? I don't. Well, you have to refresh my memory. There's a lot of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> the dream about at a fast food place making my own Whopper, making my oh, own Jimmy yeah, John's yeah. sub, making my own Arby's roast beef sandwich. Yes. I have a dream of just making my own Whopper. Like, I want to be back there. If I, I need them to show me, like, everything. Like, oh, here's the, uh, whatever, the, the disgusting plastic water tray that we put the meat in. And- Here's the mayonnaise gun. <laughs> like here's here's the here's the here's the, the counter where we just put the cheese on with no uh, plastic. <laughs> but once I want to know the lay of the land and then get get out of my way and let me make the whopper the way I want to make it. That would be pretty awesome. 
But besides that, the second greatest thing I could ever think of is seeing 500 Whoppers somewhere, 100 Whoppers, 200. Let's say 200 Whoppers, $600. Who cares? For how many wedding? are you taking, Abe? Abe, how many are you taking? I would first take two just to get it started. I think I would take three just because I've never had three Whoppers before. <laughs> oh, I have. When they were 99 cents, I used to see three all the time, and I was like 15 or something. You see three Whoppers? They were 99 cents. But still, man, after two, I'm like, let's re let's reevaluate life here for a second. When I when I was, I want to say like 13, I remember eating three foot long subs from Subway. How did I do that? And three I wasn't foot long. I wasn't. Subway. I wasn't even like fat or anything, really. Well, that's because you had energy to burn. But I had three. I would get three because it was three for ten foot longs, and I ate all Cause three. Because you're still growing, and you were playing basketball, and you were active, and your metabolism worked. Like, but still, that's crazy. That is crazy. But I, used to, yeah, I would eat three Whoppers because we would get. I remember when I was even like, I don't know, 16, 17, 18, we would play craps when I worked at Walmart. Like 16 years old, 17, we'd play craps in this guy's basement, and someone would always go out and bring back like six bags of Whoppers. You'd eat three of them. I've never done them before, but I would. <laughs> but yeah, if, if you're at a wedding and they and they, if I was at a wedding and Donald Trump supplied that food, I'd, I'd like, I'd be like, man, this is awesome, Donald. Thank you. Dude, instantly I'd be like, this is the greatest sight these eyes have ever seen. I guarantee, I, I promise you the day after that came out, I promise you the sales went up at all those places. I promise you, and I know for a fact, because I went to McDonald's the next day because of that video, and I swear to you, base, I'm not making this up, when I was in McDonald's, I actually ate, have you ever ate uh, eaten inside of McDonald's? Not in a long time. Ugh. Oh, no, I, I did recently because it's like all touch screen now, right? Yeah, which, of course, is just like everything else, though, they say it's covered in fecal matter. But when you eat inside of McDonald's, it's not it's not fun. But for I didn't want to eat because I was driving. Uh, I was like an hour from my house. I wanted to eat, but I didn't want to eat it in my car because I didn't want to get stuff all over me. So I actually ate inside of McDonald's. But whatever. So while I was sitting there eating, there was a guy watching the video of Donald Trump talking about the food. <laughs> And was, were you on that text thread base when I was talking about that? No, I don't think I was. Okay, it, must been, I it, must, it, it must have one of my other threads then. But I was, maybe it was the wrestling thread base, which you're not on. No, I'm not. But he was listening to the video of Donald Trump talking about the food while I was in there eating the food because of that video. That's unbelievable. That tells you because a million percent that there were, I guarantee the McDonald's sales were at least 300% up that day. Because I will say this, usually when I open a bag of McDonald's, like burgers, it's always like sloppily in there. There's like burgers like tilted on its side. You don't know what's what. <laughs> but when you see that video and it's just like displayed so heavily, you're like, oh my God, I want that. Oh, yeah. It, it was like, beautiful. It was, it was truly food porn, man. I, I was impressed. Just even like, I don't even eat filet of fish and it looked delicious. A huge tray of filet of fish, and, the, and even the tray of sauces looked off. Oh, yeah, the whole thing. Like I, I, at least people are like the nerd, and like the guy from Alinea, the the uh, the chef. Which, yeah. by the way, I went to Next, which is their like spinoff restaurant. I, I I paid hundreds of dollars to have that meal on, on New Year's Eve a couple years ago. I'd much rather have that Donald Trump meal. Well, I always I find it funny because people complain that. The food that Donald Trump supplied was fast food and, and not very classy. 
Meanwhile, the guys that will play together just serve bubbles and weird, weird shit. That's not food. No. That's not classy. That's, I mean, they, they, at one video I saw, they gave people food out of a sippy cup, out of a baby bottle. You're, talking about, you're talking about Alinea? Yeah, because they, they do a different theme. So it's like their dessert is a bubble that they just pop and you just you you catch it on your tongue like a snowflake. That doesn't <laughs> sound very appeasing to me. It was fine. I'm not saying it was a bad meal, but I paid, I want to say I paid $250 or Dave, something. It was ridiculous. Dave, on Bizarre Foods, they showed Alinea, and they showed that they took a a ball of olive oil, put it in uh, in nitrogen, froze it, and served it to people. That sounds horrible. That was a the whole Whopper. meal. Everything was like that. A Whopper sounds way better than that. <laughs> I don't want a ball of frozen olive oil. I want a freaking Big Mac. Well, first of all, you go to these restaurants, and a guy comes out, and he's, quote, the captain. He calls himself the captain. And then there's all the other people who bring you food. And it's like, this is um, from, and it's prepared the way that Aunt Fern prepared it in the Hawaiian jungles. <laughs> so we take an ice ball, and we put one piece of sushi on there, but, but we burn the ends, and we dip it in asparagus oil. What's asparagus oil? Well, the way she makes it, she would take oil and put asparagus on a frying pan. And then we call that asparagus oil. So we drip some of that on there. So it's pretty and, much, and the, it's and they pretty always much say, enjoy. asparagus sweat. <laughs> exactly. And they would always say, enjoy. they tell you some ridiculous story about it. And they'd say, enjoy. And they walk away. And then it takes a nanosecond to eat it. Because it's always like, <laughs> it's always a half bite. <laughs> now, I went to Next, which is their like sister restaurant. But I, it's the same stuff. Enjoy. <laughs> and it's okay. He's he's good for the front. He's like, so then we go the da the blah 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 blah. I didn't understand anything he said. Enjoy. And then you it's take like, you take one bite, and then it's like you're waiting for the next. It's kind of like when uh, whenever you see a recipe online that you want to look at, like oh that looks pretty good, like buffalo chicken wrap. How do I make that? And then you press on the link, and then there's like eleven paragraphs on how that person emotionally connected with that food. <laughs> and they're like, it all started when I was a young girl, <laughs> and my great great grandmother, who always took care of me, actually had a buffalo herself, and actually made the buffalo sauce by herself. And that's what inspired me to get the ice spread. Wait, lettuce. base, you think? You know, wait, base, you think buffalo sauce comes from a buffalo? No, I'm just saying that's how these people <laughs> talk. That was the original buffalo sauce shit from yeah, exactly. A and you're like, I just want to know how you made the freaking. Sandwich. I don't want to know the story of what inspired you to post a, a, a blog on it. This is why I recommend this guy. His name is Sam the Cooking Guy. If you watch him on YouTube, all he makes are disgusting sandwiches, and everything has extra mayo. And this is <laughs> and he and I base. I've I've learned a lot from him. I've made like awesome stuff because him. Sam the chef. Okay. Sa- Sam the Cooking Guy. Okay. I highly recommend watching his videos because base you would like it. Well, you showed me pictures. You have definitely upped your game. Yeah, I made I made some nice wraps the other day. Made some nice uh, burgers, whatever. I, I will say this too, Baze. You you actually made a good point about this. Those um, what are those pa- the uh, the pan that that they say you can make a steak on that you're supposed to, you're supposed to season it? Oh, the uh, cast iron. Yeah, cast iron skillets. Those are a hundred percent bullshit. They are. You you don't need a cast iron skillet because you could just use a regular pan as long as you have really hot oil or butter or whatever 
and you season the meat on each side for two minutes or whatever, two and a half minutes, that's all you have to do. A fear is a fear. I agree with you. If you sear it, it works fine. All the cast iron does is fill your house with smoke. And not just that. Once you're done with it, you have to, like, clean it, like, with no soap. And you have to, like, delicately, like, scrub it. And then it has to go in the oven for 500 degrees for an hour. And then you have to let it dry. (laughs) And then you have to repeat the process three times. And you have to do the, oh, both sides of the pan because it's all one metal and it's fucking annoying. <laughs> it really is annoying. The next day I'm like, I don't even want to. I don't even want to see that pan for another three days. Yeah, there's no, there's absolutely no reason to ever use a cast iron skillet. Even whatever they, it's one of those lies that people say. Just Agreed. like just like going to Alinea. Like, oh, that's, you've never had a meal like that. Yeah, I've, you're right. I never have had a meal like that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and I never want it again. This is from Chef, Ber- Chef Dominique. The way he would prepare this, he would do it on boat. Then <laughs> he would skin fish on boat, set on fire with lighter, and eat like... So you would eat... It's The stuff you would eat is shit. Like, oh, he, so basically you caught a catfish, skinned it, and, and cooked it with a lighter... With no seasoning, and now I have to eat that because Chef Dominique did that when he was when he thought he was going to die on a boat. Gonna have to spend nine hundred times more than that guy did. No, thank you. And those are the same people saying, Ugh, "How dare they eat quarter pounders?" He, yeah, yeah. A football team wouldn't love a football team wouldn't love walking into a room that has a thousand whoppers. They would hate that. First of all, any co- any college kid would love that. Second of all. Every football player, my God, that would be awesome. And base, what's one thing that always happens when teams meet Donald Trump? Because usually all the teams don't go, but when teams do go, base, what's the common theme of every player that shows up to the White House? Republican. No, no, not Republican. White. They're yeah, all true. white. And what what positions besides quarterback do all the white people have on football teams? Base kickers. Well, not that, but what's what's the main position that all the fat white guys have? Yes, and they're all fat. Okay, so you're, you have, fat, you have, fi- you have like fifty obese. fat white. You have fifty obese white guys at the White House. What would they want to eat? Uh, Chef Dominique's little strip of catfish cooked with a lighter, <laughs> on, 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 on a, served on a block of ice. See, that's the problem with that place. They bring out an actual block of ice with a sliver of of, of catfish that they cooked with a lighter on a block of ice. Would you rather eat that, or would you rather have 1,000 Whoppers? I've never been to a place where I had a Whopper, a Big Mac, and a Big Dave in the same plate. You know the only person who would do that, Base? Us. No, but do you remember the the comedian that would do that? The fat comedian guy? Yeah, Ralphie May. There was him and that other guy, that John Panay. (laughs) Do you remember that guy? Yeah. He was the best. But Ralphie May would make the co- so when you when you do stand up at a comedy club, the guy there's always some guy that has to pick up all the comedians. He I don't know I don't understand what his job is at the comedy club. He sometimes he's also the DJ, sometimes he's the door, whatever. He always has two positions. But yeah. what his main job really is just to pick up comedians at the airport, take them to radio stations, pick them up at the hotel, bring them to the club, all that. So this guy's like, man, when Ralphie May comes into town, we have to go to McDonald's to get the fries. He'll only eat Wendy's hamburgers. We have to go to this place for chicken sandwiches. God. We have to go to five fast food places because Ralphie only. Why, why are the fattest people the pickiest eaters? You ever notice that? Honestly. 
uh, uh, they're always like this. Easy ice, easy ice in the drink. Hey, slob, it's it's free refills here. Easy. Oh, oh, it is okay. Extra ice. They always do that. Do that. Easy. Oh, wait. Extra. No, no. Oh, oh, free refills. Extra ice in that case. Usually, I'm like, I don't know why that person wants to go to another place for that, but I got to give it to him. Curly fries from Arby's is the better choice. I'll give it to him. Yeah, you're right. He does put together a nice meal. <laughs> you know, like, you know what? Actually, if you have somebody driving you, you can go to different fast food places and take the best items of those meals and call it a meal. I respect that move. I mean, I'm embarrassed to just order my own shit when I'm there, let alone making someone witness it. And pay for it. And pay, well, not just that, but like you're making a guy drive through four places to get you this disgusting feedback. Yeah. And it's not as if those places are all together. Usually, like a Wendy's is like oh, yeah. 10 minutes away. The Burger King's 25 minutes away. And the McDonald's is right next to the Wendy's, but the asshole went <sighs> to the Burger King first. I need Taco Bell now. Bean burritos. Hey, bean <laughs> burritos. <laughs> but you can't tell me that that meal, that, that meal was the great, that was the greatest thing Donald Trump's done in his presidency. That's what I was, I was like, politics aside, how thrilled would you be if you were in the suit? And you're like, I hate being dressed up in it. I mean, those guys, no 400-pound lineman wants to be in a fucking suit. <laughs> right there, they're, they are hating life. And they just went through about probably nine security checks where guys were grabbing their groin <laughs> to make sure they had a gun. Wait, wait up. Let me check the groin again. <laughs> yeah. Let me check your jock strap. You get and both only sides? To walk, only to walk into a room, <laughs> hand it a plate, and say, have at it. Yeah. Would be the greatest thing. would be the greatest thing in the world. The only thing greater was when Willy Wonka let people see his, like, the, the chocolate factory with the chocolate river. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, the chocolate. When that door opened, do you remember when that door opened, the way it looked, and the look on those kids' faces? When you were a kid, it was, like, the greatest moment of your life to see that. Scene. To me, I would have had that same look that Charlie Bucket and Veruca Salt had if I walked into the White House and saw that. Yeah. Because it was a surprise, right? They didn't know. They, they thought they were getting some stuffy, stupid, like, uh, here's Chef Dominique. This time took a rabbit. He killed the rabbit with his own hands, which we did in the back. When you choke the rabbit, the meat is more tender. You have one sliver of rabbit served on a hot coal, and the hot coal burns your hand off. You can't. The meat's so small, you can't even. There's no utensils. You have to use your finger on a hot coal to get that little piece of rabbit. Wait, is, wait, wait. Was this true? No, but I'm just saying that's the that's the <laughs> I was gonna say that's, that's, gonna say, that's pretty messed up. Man. I did I did eat something off a huge ice ball. It was like a, that a, a globe believe, of I ice. Mean, that I believe, but the cold would be pretty messed up. A sliver of rabbit. Dominique used tongue. You have to take your tongue on the coal. It won't burn tongue. It won't burn your tongue. <laughs> yeah, okay, asshole. Just let me get a tray of quarter pounders and I'll be fine. I'll be happy, and I will. I will talk politics if you want to do it. But God, if I walked in and I saw that, oh! <laughs> you know what's funny? Since we're talking about fast food, I I, <laughs> I went inside a Burger King the other day too for the first time in a while. Okay, and I told I, I ordered. I was in Indiana. Okay, at the casino. I was leaving the casino, of course, and I went inside because the line was so long outside in the drive-through. And I said, I, I, I ordered two Whoppers, and then I'm like, hey, I got the app. He's like, uh, next time, tell me beforehand uh, that you that you have a coupon. And, and okay, so wait, hang on. Number one, 
I'm never going to be at the Burger King in Hammond, Indiana on foot ever again. <laughs> Number one, me getting out of my car here is only because it's still daytime. I would never get out of my car in Indiana at no. night, ever. No. I will. I never. I haven't been inside a Burger King in like probably since my mom took me there when I was like 10. I don't go inside Burger Kings. I only go in the drive-thru. I will never be there again. So what do you mean next time tell me about it? There won't I'll never be here again. Dude, no one I I am the same way. If I see like a drive-thru jacked up, I'll go inside. See, I've never done that at Burger King. I haven't been inside of a Burger King in a long time either. You're right. Yeah, if you go in there, you'll see it's it's not what you expect. <laughs> <laughs> And here's the thing too. If you're a Burger King employee, if if um if uh, Raphael, who's there every day, and Marge and Tom, if it's not them, everyone else will never be back. I do feel like that fast food people are smart with whoever does their drive-through because ninety percent of the time, whoever does the drive-through is probably the friendliest person. But when you go inside and you see the people that aren't working the drive-through, you're like, I can just tell this guy's going to spit on my food. <laughs> Which are the people making your food in the drive-thru? Yeah, anyway. Exactly, exactly. But it's just the person looking at you. They look at you in the face, and you're looking at the menu, and you're just like, can I have one minute to decide? And like, fine. And then they like walk away for like 10 minutes, and they're like, uh, I think I know what I want. Are you, do you know what you want? You ready now? Yeah. Uh, can I get a Whopper? Do you want cheese? <laughs> sure. Or, this is the worst two base. Do your order, and I'll tell you the people that I hate the most. Can I get a Whopper. Okay, got it. Is that it? No, can I also get a small French fry? Okay, is that it? Um, <laughs> do you guys have any drinks? Okay, is that it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. The normal ones. Is that yeah, it? Okay. That'll be it. There was a lady when I was I was at a restaurant, um, like a regular place, and I said, what salad dressings do you have? And she's like, <laughs> the normal ones? I'm like, What? What do you mean the normal? Did I talk about this before in the podcast? I thought that was me on it. Maybe I don't know. I feel like I talked about, it, but I, if I didn't, what what do you mean? There is no two places that all have the same salad dressing. Agreed. Every every place has a different selection of salad dressings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the normal ones. Uh, hey asshole! I don't know what salad dressings are. That she's like you know like ranch, Thousand Island, raspberry vinaigrette. Hey asshole! Everyone doesn't have raspberry vinaigrette. Exactly. That's not one of the uh, uh, the the normal ones. That's not like me. That's not like me going to McDonald's and saying, "Hey, what do you guys have?" Because have everyone should food. know what you have at Mc- like everyone knows what a Big Mac is a quarter pounder. Fine. I don't know your your selection of salad dressings. Uh, the normal ones. Uh. I would be pissed. I'd be pissed. You know, I just remember when when I went inside that Burger King. Actually, I was wearing <laughs> I was wearing sweatpants that that for some reason keep falling down on me. So I kept pulling them up, and you know, how, like when you pull them up, you also grab your boxer briefs. Yeah. So I kept doing that all day, and I ripped the uh, the the uh, the waistband on, on the boxer briefs. So like the whole right side, I ripped so that the, that side of the waistband came up. Yeah, and I <laughs> and and my pants, my pants started falling down again, and and I looked over to pull them back up, and all you could see was the black waistband. So it looked like I was wearing a thong. <laughs> like if you just saw it from the side, 
Because they started my, coming my, down. My question to you is this. What are you doing wearing sweatpants out in public? <laughs> I was playing poker. Okay, still. What? <laughs> why would a grown man leave his house in sweatpants? Ever? Apparently everyone does, because I've seen a million... I, I, probably just because I was, I was feeling lazy or whatever. I don't normally, honestly, wear sweatpants out, unless I'm at the gym or something. I haven't worn a pair of sweatpants since I was like 15 years old. Which I'm shocked, because you're a guy who loves being comfortable. I figured you'd only wear sweatpants. Well, no, but if I'm in the comfort of my house, I'm in boxers. <laughs> Those Grinch ones? Yeah, I have, I have a whole selection of different stylish <laughs> boxers. I have a snowman on my boxer shorts as we speak. <laughs> and it says, it says, it's no much fun. God. <laughs> Wait, do you buy those or do people buy them for you because they know you like them? The old, my wife buys them for me. She, she thinks it's hilarious. God. Well, you, know, me. You, know, you know, at some point, all out of shape people... They just start wearing... Like, look at Artie Lang. If you see him anywhere, he's always in sweatpants. No matter what. Always. With all, with all due respect, Abe, you don't want to go down the same path Artie Lang is going No, down. You're, you're, you're right. I don't. Just if, if, you're, if, you're saying, if you're saying to yourself, this is my natural curve, I, I'm going to intervene. <laughs> I'm not talking about as me. I'm, fr- talking about, I'm talking about you. As your friend and somebody that cares deeply, <laughs> I will go ahead and I will go ahead and, and put myself in front of this train. You're, you're missing what I'm saying, though. I'm saying I'm shocked that you're not wearing them every day. Again, Abe, <laughs> I do not have the same issues. <laughs> but I figured you'd always want to be comfortable. Like you'd be wearing I, just sweatpants, and and that's why I'm in underwear right now as we speak. <laughs> this is comfortable to me. <laughs> <laughs> but would, even I know, even I know not to step out of the house with just a pair of sweatpants. Remember how I said if you start dating a girl, you should set her garbage can on fire so you could see what she really looks like without the makeup on? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, the only time people run out of their house is when something's on fire. That's right. So, could you imagine if people saw what we both look like right now? <laughs> I don't think anyone would be too surprised what I look like right now. But but Baze, if you saw if you if something was on fire in your house and you had to run out of the house. Right. Could you imagine staying there with your what did your what do your uh boxer say? Something the snow what is it? It's no much fun. <laughs> <laughs> you probably have a really I guarantee your shirt, the neck is all stretched out. And it says USA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing these uh, turquoise and yellow boxer briefs and a long, like, black V-neck T-shirt. See, I don't understand the, the, the boxer briefs. I think those are so uncomfortable because it is so binding and so constricting around my legs. It feels like you're wearing bicycle shorts. I don't understand that look. You're not, you, don't don't, do you don't have the right one, so you have to find. I, I wear, th- there's certain ones that are like, they're like spandex, and those are the worst. You need I, the nice I, cotton ones. Either way, I still can't wear them because they're just too gripping on me. Let me get you in the right pair, and I bet you'll change your mind. I welcome an introduction. Let me <laughs> let me work with you on this. I'm fine with it. If you can find me a pair that I feel comfortable with, I'll, I'll give them a whirl. But for me, just regular boxers are, I'm cool with it. You know what's funny? You're not lying about the sweatpants because even when you go to the gym, you show up in like a suit like Jay Cutler would. 
I'm chilling for this too. I show up with jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> and I just know that I can take the jeans off and put a short on and switch that out. But it's funny you that... Come, you come ready to roll. You just, you go from front door to the treadmill. I'm impressed. <laughs> but I don't understand. If you're not coming from work, if you're coming from your house, why wouldn't you just come in with your gym outfit on? Because I have things like my wallet, my keys, my cell phone, things that I that I want to not have in sweatpants in case I sit down and they all fall out at one time. Okay, base. You're putting it in a locker, right? Right. Okay, so you can't put stuff in that locker without being inside your jeans? Okay, but where does that stuff go before? Are you just walking in, the, in your sweatpants? Before? What are you talking about? Where is your wallet when you walk into a gym? In my pocket. Okay, in your sweatpants pocket. You Okay, you could put it in, in your car on the seat next to you when you're driving. I, nev- I never put it on the seat next to you while I'm driving. Okay, you could put it in the little that's, side. Because that's, that's how people lose shit. Oh, I don't know what happened to him. My wallet was on the, the seat next to me. Now all of a sudden it's gone. Oh, that's weird. Why don't you leave it in your car inside one of the, the you know, the, the, the middle thing or something? Because I'm a guy, and guys do things in routine, and it's always in the same pocket of my jeans. It's always been that way since I've I've, I've worn a, I've had a wallet. So you wear jeans to the gym for the wallet ride to the gym. So because the wallet's in pa- your pocket. Because the pants are almost like a walking purse. I know where my wallet is at all times. I know where my keys are at all times. I know where my cell phone is at all times. I'm okay. All of a sudden, oh wait, it's, it's on a seat next to me. It's in my glove compartment. Okay, but I have I have those I have those Adidas pants that have zippers on the pockets. You could just zip it up. Yeah, but don't they weigh it down? What? Whenever I wear like shorts or if I have like like workout pants, I always feel like they pull it down. Pull it down for what? For the walk from the car inside the gym? Yeah, because it like weighs it down. For that that thirty second walk inside. Whatever it's on me, yeah, I always feel like it's weighing down. Kind of, I'm always afraid it's going like. What? Like, do you ever have, like, do you ever have sweatpants, and then all of a sudden you you're sitting, and all of a sudden you like you, your legs go up a little bit, and all of a sudden you hear all the chains slide out of your pocket. Well, yeah, because you have loose chains and regular sweatpants. These are Adidas pants that are zipped up at the pocket. Yeah, I, it doesn't feel right. It's not a good feel for me. <laughs> it's too like it's too too meshy with a wallet in there it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't collide right you spend more time though getting dressed and undressed at the gym than you do working out you walk in you're in there for like 15 minutes you put on the outfit you work out for like seven minutes and then you do that whole routine again whatever works for people i guess right but it's not working (laughs) (laughs) hey for me to take my jeans off that's a good sweat pal at least you're not the guy I saw in there last week or a couple of weeks ago who was taking pictures of his friend shirtless in the locker room. I did recently watch two females recording themselves or recording each other doing a workout thing. And I was like, I guess I never thought about when douchebags do like workout videos on Instagram. Who well, the other see- person is recording them? I never really thought about it. Yeah. Like, I mean, when The Rock does I those thought- workout videos, someone's recording it. It's not just him in there. Yeah, but at least that's the rock. Exactly. Regular, regular people doing it is pretty douchey. But base, even worse than that is a guy in a locker room shirtless, and worse than him is the guy take like you usually see those guys taking selfies. They always flex, 
And then when they they don't want to make eye contact with you, they get they get embarrassed and they try to act like they were fixing their hair or something. Yeah. Worse than that is the guy taking the picture of the guy with no shirt on. You're right. What what who, are you when you're doing that? You're the place kicker. Exactly. You are you are only there to make the other person look good, and it's not a good it's not a good look. But how do you how do you go about doing that? How do you how do you accept that? How do you like if someone if you said, "Hey, Abe, uh, I'm going to take my shirt off," you get a couple shots. I'd say no. Why? I'd say why? And why 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 are you doing it at the gym? Oh, uh, because uh, that's when I have the best pump. Duh. What am I supposed to do when I'm not pumped? Yeah, okay, asshole. T- do do some push ups and take a selfie. Actually, I think the Abe Cannon would do it just so we'd have something to talk about on this podcast. Oh, trust me. If you asked me for a picture, I would take it with my phone so I could send it to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, don't worry, base. I-, I have the iPhone 10. My phone's better than yours. Let me, let me get a better picture. <laughs> <laughs> we go back to the original point. But you see, Sam, I'm, I'm Sam would say no, and you would just go around showing it to everybody. Both dickhead look. You're right. You're right, base, base. <laughs> we, we, we're, we're ending the podcast on that because we we have come full circle exactly from what I said. <laughs> I said I'm worse than Sam, and 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 you just proved it. Full circle. <laughs> 50, 53 minutes later, base, you proved exactly what the, the hypothesis earlier was that I'm probably a bigger asshole than Sam. And yes, you proved it. Sam would just say, get the fuck out of here. I'm not taking the victory. Put his head down. Yeah. I would yeah. say, sure. <laughs> Let me do it with my phone. <laughs> yeah. I have a better phone than you. Let me do it. Two minutes later, a hundred, a hundred phones are lighting up with that picture. God. Can you believe his asshole face? And the whole time I'd be like, Abe, did you ever send me that picture? Because I didn't get it yet. <laughs> oh, shit, I forgot. Let me send it now. You're the only person I didn't send it to. Uh, all right, base, we'll wrap it up on that. Okay. Uh, That's funny. Uh, we'll holler next yeah. week. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.